Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. Welcome. How are you enjoying the holiday season? I forgot what it is to not have snow during this time of year. For the past 19 years, I have been in frozen tundras, but we'll take it. Chesapeake Hockey Week. Uh, our last show for a couple weeks, since all the teams are kind of on hiatus, won't get started back until after the first week of January when teams are actually going again. Uh, the only team going this week is Team Maryland. They had three games. They had to round out their showcase uh, up there in Massachusetts. And then they had one game on Monday um, at home. So we'll get to the uh, showcase games. Started off on, uh, well, continued on Wednesday, rather, as uh, they took on the Valley Junior Warriors. And uh, Team Maryland taking this one uh, offensively. Really had a good jump to them. Uh, a good jump to their game, 7.50 in. Xavier Tremblay gets his seventh of the year from Vadim Froloff, his 11th assist. Gustav Helm Kurtz, his first assist. And Team Maryland up one to nothing through the first half as uh, a great performance by Riley Maskowski in that first, uh, first half to stop all 12 shots. Uh, in the second half, Will Moran gets going in the first five minutes, his fifth goal of the year. Noah Zotter. Uh, his 12th assist, and Chase Hannon, his 17th assist on the power play. Uh, not a lot of penalties in this one, so uh, Team Maryland really making it count uh, for themselves in that uh, power play. And then 9-18, which is really, let's be honest, 16-18 because of the five minutes previous. Uh, Jack Lamont gets his seventh of the year from Helm Kurtz, his second assist of the game and of the season, and Xavier Trombley, his 10th assist. And that's all she wrote. Maskowski gets 20 for 20. That's a shutout for him as Team Maryland takes a big win against the Junior Warriors. And it wouldn't get easier, though, for Team Maryland as they faced Railers Junior Hockey Club, or Railers HC, as the kids like to call them, on Thursday. Got off to a good start uh, in the early going with uh, 12.38 into the half. Noah Zotter getting his seventh of the season from Will Moran, his third assist. Team Maryland up one nothing. But towards the end of the uh, the half, Declan Chaplin gets his fourth of the years for Railers as they go into the intermission tied up at one in the second half. It was all junior Railers on their, on this one as uh, they had a hell of a first half, didn't really connect on anything, and in the second half they really did. 9-47 in Tristan Boyer with his fourth goal of the year. And then towards the end, 2017, Jack Weinman, his 18th of the year. For Railers made it three to one. That's your final score as Jake Houston uh, gets 33 saves in the defeat. And uh, there we go uh, from that. As Eric Progen also got tossed from this game uh, late into it. As uh, you know, some things happen, and uh, you know, a bench uh, a bench coach penalty, and then a bench game misconduct. Not always great. But shake it off. They get back, have a weekend to themselves, and then they uh, get their last home game of the 2023 uh, season. I do think they do. It is, it is of, of this of the 2023 calendar year, not this 2023 season. That's silly, silly of me. But in any case, they took on Philly Hockey Club uh, in a uh, in a great battle, a South Division battle, uh, very evenly matched. And Team Maryland gets out ahead in this. 12-0-2 in Xavier Tremblay. Once again, he nets his eighth of the year from Chase Hannon, his 18th assist, and uh, Theo Lautes, uh, his fifth assist of the year. Team Maryland up one to nothing. Shots even up at nine, but Philly HC really gets things going in the second. Aided by two power plays, uh, but they were and they were able to convert on the second one. Uh, Connor Movella 
Gets his sixth of the year on the power play. Ties it up at one. Then the third period was just frantic for everyone involved. Started 4-0-2 in Liam O'Donohue. His third of the year for Philly HC. Puts them ahead 2-1. And then at the midway point of the frame, Movella with his seventh of the year. Uh, his second of the game, putting uh, Philly out to a 3-1 lead. But Team Maryland uh, really dug down deep and were able to get uh, something going. Uh, 14-25, Nola Zotter, his eighth of the year. Will Moran, his fourth assist. And Ryan Dempster, his eighth assist as Team Maryland gets to within one. And then with only five seconds remaining, Chase Hannon gets his second of the year in a clutch spot from Vladimir Froloff. And Will Moran, Froloff's 12th assist, Moran 5th assist, second of the game. Team Maryland sends this into overtime and into the overtime just past the halfway mark of the overtime. Zotter, his ninth of the year, uh, gets it in there. Xavier Trombley's 11th assist, Chase Hanna's 19th assist. Team Maryland ends the 2023 calendar year with a victory. Josh Scully with 31 saves in this one for Team Maryland. Now, Team Maryland, after a bit of a shaky start, starting to right the ship a little bit, still in that sixth spot in the South Division, but they are now only one game under 500 and two points out of fourth spot as Philly, uh, the Philly Little Flyers and the Philly Hockey Club are in fourth and fifth, respectively, both with 26 points. New Jersey Bears at 40 points uh, this season so far. Uh, Team Maryland kind of thrown into uh, a bit of a fray at the beginning. Of course, you had a, a coaching change with about three weeks to the season starts. That throws a wrench into everything, but they've been able to slowly but surely progress and start to get things back on track under Eric Prosian. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time had by all. And an interesting development for Team Maryland coming out on uh, Tuesday as they have announced that they will be relocating the Team Maryland EHL team to Hamilton, New Jersey, and be playing under the banner of the Mercer Chiefs Hockey Club. Now, Mercer, of course, part of the pipeline in the Black Bears Sports Group um, portfolio. And now Team Maryland will now cease to be after this season. Uh, the move won't happen until after this season. They'll be relocating for the 24-25 season. Um Eric Prosian uh, said that we're excited, in a quote in a press release, we're excited to join the decorated Mercer Chiefs program. We believe this is a necessary and logical step for both our franchise and the league. The ability to collaborate with our affiliated teams under the Black Bear Sports Group on such a close basis will allow for excellent player and staff development. We are excited to move into the center of the South Division to ease the travel burden on our own organization and the rest of the league, which is a big thing, I would have to say in general, and for junior hockey, especially at that tier, um, to lessen the cost is going to be a big thing overall for them. And we will have, uh, you know, Mercer Chiefs, uh, a, a name well-known, especially in the New Jersey area. They will be over there in Hamilton Township, and they will take their own. So if you haven't seen Team Maryland in the EHL, you might want to go ahead and, and get it done. They only have a few uh, a few months left before they head out to uh, to Mercer. So um, interesting development, and uh, we will have to see how this all goes, what this does to motivate the team, so on, so forth, onward, upward. So um, just figured I'd pass that along since that kind of, as I was recording this, uh, broke during the, uh, during the day. So that is Team Maryland right now, and uh, let's take a look at some other teams kind of briefly uh, after their uh, their. The calendar years have been done. Well, kind of calendar years have been done as the uh, 
Stevenson Mustangs will have some games at the end of this year. As part of the As We Go tournament, they'll take on uh, SUNY Cortland, and then they will take on the winner of uh, the winner of Oswego or Concordia. But Stevenson's men's squad have been solid this year. Eight, three, and one overall. Six, two, and one in conference. They're riding a three-game win streak, and uh, you can kind of you can kind of put this uh, a little bit on the uh, on the back end too. I mean, uh, this is a team that does, is a very well-rounded team. Uh, one of the big additions has been Ty Alton, who has been uh, very lights out uh, for the squad. This year, 7-3-1, three, three shutouts so far this season, 145 goals against average, and a 9.58 save percentage. Ford DeLoss as well, also playing well with a win uh, in uh, in his appearance this year, 900 save percentage of three goals against, uh, making 27 saves. But skaters, uh, scoring-wise, Liam McCanny and uh, Blake Benson have been solid. Liam McCanny, of course, shattering the uh, all-time points, or goals record, rather, Aiming for the points, he currently has 12 in eight games so far. Yeah, 12 and 12. Uh, eight goals, four assists. Blake Benson, more of the setup guy, three goals, seven assists. Zach Bannister, also three goals, six assists on that end there. John Musella has four uh, goals. A lot of guys have three goals. Benson, Bannister, uh, Malcolm Palmer, Frank Vitucci, Evan Beers, uh, Rhett, Rhett Evgen. Also, they're getting they're getting points from up and down the lineup overall. Um so, really, the two goaltenders and a couple guys who are kind of in and out of the lineup are the only uh, uh, guys who have not scored this year. So, they're getting point production up and down the lineup regardless of who's in the lineup. So, uh, that's good to see for the team overall. And uh, hopefully, they can keep that going into the second half as uh, they bear down and try to uh, make sure they finish what they start in the UCHC and the MAC. Flipping to the women's side, though, it has been a bit of a different story. And we kind of knew going into it it was going to be a rough season uh, for Stevenson. On the women's side, they had a lot of turnover. Um, a lot of the uh, the top players have gone. And I don't know if anyone thought it would be to the point where it's, it's you know, almost not fun anymore. Uh, the uh, women are unfortunately 1-12-0, 1-7-0 in conference on an unfortunately seven-game uh, losing streak. And uh, it's just been it's been a rough go, and they've been shut out six times so far this season. The offense has not been there uh, as they wanted to, um, or as it has been in the past. And I guess it's just you know when when things happen, when rosters turn over like that, you're going to have that ebbs and flows. But the the flows have not been. I don't know is is ebb bad or is flow bad? I can't remember which. But in any case, uh, on the season this year. Uh, Frankie Capello and Cassie Campbell tied for first, er, and Hannah Labby tied for first in scoring with only four points. Capello has two goals and two assists. Uh, Campbell has a goal and three assists, and Labby has a goal and three assists as well. Emily Brightbill has three goals on the season. Uh, Carly Barwick has two goals, and Caitlin Reed also has two goals for herself there. So obviously scoring um, not there as they want. Goaltending-wise, it's been a tough go for the goaltenders. Ansley King has played in um, t- in uh, three games. She's got an 0-2 record, but she has a 3.15 goals against and a 9.29 save percentage. They're getting shots against them in a big way. The, the uh, team save percentage has been 8.94 overall. Maggie Sinert, 0-4. Mallory Hunt, 1-3. And, and Olivia DeGuire, 0-3 on the year so far. So it has not been a great go of it uh, overall uh, for this squad. 
as uh, only 13 goals, and they've given up uh, 61. So uh, not good when you're when you're only getting a goal per game average, and your opponents are getting almost five goals a game. So we will see what the break does. We will see if they can come back out and uh, you know dig deep and find something into their uh, system, get the uh, things turned around. Might be might be a little too late, but you can never say never especially when playoffs come around, if they can get in the playoffs and uh, make some noise there, be an ultimate underdog story for them. The D1 side uh, for the ECHA, we'll tackle both Navy and, Mar- and and Towson right now, has not been not been great. It has not been the best it has been in recent years. Obviously, Navy coming off of uh, two trips to the National after winning the ECHA regular season uh, to begin with, but this year has been a bit of a struggle for them. Raleigh, you have your uh, your players like Michael Rokovich and uh, Nick Owen and Evan Adams. I mean, the the scoring is there. I mean, uh, Rokovich and Allen are better than a point per game. A- Adams is just outside that point per game. Sean Ostrowski is right there at the uh, point per game level. Um, it's just something something they're not getting the bounces they think that they they should be or could be getting. Um, Rokovich leading the way, five goals, fourteen assists. Allen ten goals, seven assists. Evan Adams, eight goals, seven assists. Ostrowski, four goals, and eight assists overall. Switching to the goaltending side for the uh, for the Naval Academy, you kind of got two. Uh, you got you have a, an old guard in Andrew Rugg, who is uh, not didn't play has not played a lot in his tenure at Navy. Did get a win this year, his first NCAA or his first ACHA collegiate win, um, and then Nathan Schmidt, uh, a new face in this uh, system as well. Both of them over four goals against, um, and just uh, not a uh, not a good time um, as it has been in the past. As Navy goes in four, ten, and two into the break, they are currently twelve points out of sixth spot, which I do believe is the cutoff for the playoffs. So um, we will have to see what they can do in the second half, and they'll get they'll have to really really dig deep because there is going to be very limited time left in terms of getting points and trying to get wins in order to get back to that sixth spot. Towson, what uh, what can we say about Towson? Uh, offensively, again, offensively, their top four are solid. Uh, Jeremy Wilson got 20 points in 16 games this season. Uh, James Harwood has been solid with uh, 17 points in 14 games. Both of those guys have nine goals. Tyler Mercier, 11 goals in 15 games, has been solid. Uh, Caleb Amadan, six goals. Uh, in uh, in 13 games in his first year, then there's a drop off, and they do get they do get people chipping in from everywhere. Um, I mean, it is a diverse diverse lineup. They do have 16 players who have netted uh, who have netted points, but the goaltending is not not too grand. Um, they face a lot of shots. I mean, you look at Dan Daniel Ludwig. He's 0-9. His goals against is 5, but he's got a 9-14 save percentage. He's faced over 500 shots in 9 games. He's almost facing a shot a minute. Because um, he's played 539 minutes. He has faced 523 shots. That's almost a shot a minute. Defensively, you can't... That's that's No one can do that. Nate Barlo, uh, Berlou, 0 and 2 in three appearances, 638 goals against, save percentage is 887. He's played 160 minutes, 
He's faced 151 shots. Sean Knudsen played three games. He's got an eight goals against average. He's played 120 minutes. He has 91 shots against him. James Price as well. He's played in three games, 139 uh, 139 minutes played. He's faced off against 116 shots. You have guys who are facing a shot a minute. You're, you, defensively, you can't work that. And I think that's the big problem with Towson. They, the, defensively, they are not. it's not grand. They're a minus 66 defensively in difference. They've only scored four goals this year, or 40 goals this year. They've given up 106. And it's just, it's... The, it's you wonder with offense and and the players that they have their top four players being as good as they are, um, they can't carry that load either. And they're own sixteen, um, pretty much I would say checked out of the playoffs. I mean unless they can somehow find a way to manage thirteen wins here, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be uphill climb. We'll see how it goes. Towson starts back up in January there. In the D2 side of things, Maryland has uh, had an up-and-down season. They're, they're currently slotted 11-11-0. And, um, and uh, they've had some ups and downs. They've had, they've had a lot of troubles against North Carolina teams, which sucks because there's a lot of North Carolina teams in the ACCHL premiere. But Max Newham has been on fuego, uh, 24 goals in 19 games. Uh, Trevor Drake has been solid on his line, 27 points in 22 games. Daniel Tomaszewski has been great on the blue line, 23 points in 22 games. Uh, Tucker Healy also well. Brian Teske's having a great sophomore campaign. Um, overall, the scoring-wise is there. Uh, defensively, uh, they're they're pretty okay. I mean, um, Henry Peltier has uh, pretty, pretty solid, 357 and a 900 save percentage. Um, the big thing here now, and the big thing that Maryland has um, is goaltending. I mean, Peltier right now is the only listed goaltender on this team. The other ones is Evan Jones, who just graduated. So he is done. And Max Newham, who's your leading scorer. I don't think you can need, need your leading scorer to be a goalie as well. Um, so we're, we're going to see who they can bring in uh, in the this, in this second part of the season because Peltier did not play the last game, missed the last period of the next-to-last game, and then missed – the uh, last game due to injury, so we will have to see what happens um, with the goaltending, who they bring in, who they can bring in, and move on from there. So Maryland's going to have a lot to uh, lot to look forward to. We will have to see how they bounce back from that. Stevenson, on the other hand, they are uh, they are currently sitting in 10th in the ACCHL Premier. I should say Maryland's in the sixth spot out of 10 teams with uh, 31 points in 22 games. Stevenson uh, sitting in 10th, but they haven't had a terrible season overall when you look at um, the Mustangs. 5-10-0 uh, right now, at least in the ACCHA website. Um, 14 points. They haven't played terrible. They have not been bad at all. I think they're better than their record dictates. Again, face a couple of uh, schools that kind of just outmatched them, but they've, they've fought back. They've had a lot of fight to them. They've been through a hell of an emotional season even before the season started. Um, and they're kind of carrying that, and they're trying to find their way right now. Uh, Michael Hughes leading the way with 17 points in 14 games. Brendan Jesse, uh, the uh, longtime stalwart on the Mustang squad with 15 uh, points in 14 games. Dominic Norris has been pretty uh, pretty fantastic, and Anthony Breen's really brought it together in this second half as well. Uh, Goaltending-wise, uh, David Shahadi has been the guy 
shouldering the load a little bit. Um, numbers not quite there, but again, um, played well, has been a, a rock for this team for the past uh, four years. Kevin Roth, when he gets put in there, has been playing okay, 2-1-0, 448 save percentage. Maybe see some more out of him uh, in the second half of the season. Who's to say? But overall, uh, Stevenson has been playing better hockey uh, as the as the uh, semester wore down, and we will have to see how much more they can get out of uh, their squad and what they can do. And look forward to seeing it. Um, I think they're going over to Europe here soon too, so it should be interesting to see what they can get out of that uh, out of that cluster as well um, to see how they're doing, see how everything's going. It'd be really uh, interesting to see. It'd be really fun to see how they uh, come back, play in that, and how they come back from it as well. So we will be on uh, bated breath waiting to see what happens with both Stevenson and Maryland. Looking at the women's side of the docket, the U.S. Naval Academy, the mids have been stupendous so far. 10-1-0 this season, uh, a plus-25 goal differential. Their one loss was in the crab pot against uh, Villanova, I do believe. And... Um, yeah, they have been stellar this year through 11 games. And, you know, Tina Cornelio has been great. Samantha Clark has been great, as has Anna Peterson. Lindsay uh, Baishi has been solid as well. Uh, and Elizabeth Perry as well, solid. All point-per-game players uh, in the grand scheme of things. And one of the uh, bigger deals is the fact that they're getting contributions all up and down the lineup as well. It's a It's nice to see them kind of uh, distribute the wealth a little bit. And I think another uh, kind of uh, good thing to see, as well as uh, Deanna Perverotto uh, in net, has been playing very solid for herself uh, with 10-1-0, uh, 2.07 goals against, 9-12 save percentage in uh, in 11 games. And um, you look at what was last year when you had two goaltenders who were not goaltenders and how well uh, Navy played ar- uh, around them with Maggie Colossa, uh, not being goaltender, being a converted goaltender, as well as Sigurd Schwarzkopf doing well in the t- meantime. But to have a, a, a actual goaltender back there does pay a lot of dividends defensively and has helped this team a whole heck of a lot. So Navy will have a couple games left in the season, and they will uh, look ahead to get another DVCHC championship. Maryland has done pretty well for themselves as well. The Terrapins are 6-8-1, sitting 6 in the DVCHC, with Grace Wildberger really coming on, especially in the past uh, few weeks. She has been uh, rock solid on the offensive side, 9-11, and 11, uh, 9 goals, 11 assists for 20 points. Uh, Eliana Skogholm also solid up front with 5 goals and 13 points, and Eileen Kilcary with 5 goals and 5 assists, but... The thing with Maryland is, again, trying to get more offense out of their squads. Um, I mean, they do get contributions up and down the lineup, but at the same time, um, if you stop one line, you can stop the scoring overall for Maryland. So we will we will see if they can distribute the puck a little bit more. Uh, in net, Cindy Molnar has uh, played very well, as, uh, as well as El Shazner, who uh, is 2-3 and three with a 360 goals against. 877 save percentage. Sydney Molnair, uh, two goals or two goals, two wins, five losses, OT loss, a 226 save percentage or goals against average, rather easy for me to say, and a 941 save percentage uh, in her nine games this year. So goaltending seems to be pretty shored up a little bit. Um, 
we will have to see how this pans onward, and we will have to see what they can do getting into the playoff-wise or getting into playoff mode uh, as they get later in the season. Again, they have precious few games. I I think they start back up at the end of January. So uh, there will be a lot of time, a lot of rest, a lot of interesting situations when everyone comes back to play. And with the majority of uh, players in junior and college already uh, kind of gone for the season, uh, I think we will skip the player segment uh, for this week. And uh, we will pick that right back up when we get back in January. So so I guess that about does it, as we have uh, done it again. Uh, have a great holiday. If you, uh, if you are doing stuff in the holiday, please be safe. If you're not doing stuff for the holiday, please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Uh, and uh, if you if you have the chance to go out, be safe, be careful. We all want you back here for the new year, getting that clutch and crab hockey in. Uh, but I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Again, be safe uh, this uh, this holiday season. You can check uh, us out at Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter, clutchandcrabhockey.com for whatever menial stuff I might put up there. Mostly Black Bears reports. Um, so sorry about that, uh, but I'm unemployed right now. So who knows? Might have a lot more time to talk about some stuff. Uh, in any case, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, play that clutch and crab hockey, and we will talk to you next time through. Peace.